So period stuff. <laughs> Ooh, ant flow. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, okay. So this is I'm gonna this is where the inspiration for this came from. For some reason, I am being heavily targeted for ads for menstrual cups. <laughs> and oh. I feel like they are and I'm seeing like more and more conversations about them in you know, like Facebook groups and stuff that I just that I, I don't know, like that's not everything that I want to talk about today. Um, I think it's just like an interesting conversation though, because like now, now it's starting to branch out. Like I'm getting ads for like menstrual cups and, and period underwear and like, yeah. And like organic tampons and like other like alternative, I don't know, like period products like feminine products you know I don't know I just think this is an an interesting topic and it kind of goes hand in hand with just um even like different forms of birth control because I think that is also something that I see a lot of conversations about and like you and I have actually talked about Mm -hmm. like and we've used different um methods Mm -hmm. I think that we should like put a disclaimer out for our male listeners like Maybe you guys are going to be grossed out a little bit by this, but you should probably listen because we're probably going to talk about like some real period stuff that men need to understand. (laughs) It's hard, fellas. It sucks. Like so bad. It's it's it. It's the most unnatural, natural thing. You know what I mean? Like, no. Like it, it's natural. Like all women's bodies, most women's bodies do it, but it's like so unnatural the concept to be like, okay, I'm just like bleeding for a week, casual. It's it's like that joke. It's like what is, um, what bleeds for seven days but never dies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't fucking pick on it. Like we're allowed to pick on it because we do it, but like. I'm not going to pick on your erectile dysfunction because I don't know what that's like. So don't pick on my period. (laughs) Dude. And it's just, oh man, it's so gross. And like, um, (laughs) we're like trying to normalize it and make it better. And you're like, it's so gross. No, it it, like, it can be. So like I, you know, got married recently and I was on my period (laughs) and I fucking bled through my goddamn (laughs) skirt it's not funny it's not funny but can we just talk about how that happened so like I was like already logged into your zoom wedding so I'm like sitting there and people can like see me so I'm like okay no texting because like Erica is gonna murder me if she sees me on my phone during her wedding and then Erica texts me so I'm like smiling and like somebody's like great aunt is like introducing herself and like (laughs) like such a boomer move like trying to like talk to everybody on Erica's wedding and like all of us like friends are muted like we're just like (laughs) hanging out like waving to each other whatever but she's like hi guys (laughs) who are you I'll tell you who I am can anyone hear me is anyone out there (laughs) it was so funny so like I texted your friend Cody and I was like, I am living for this woman right now. 
And like, I could see him look at it and like kind of smirk. And like, we were texting back and forth a little bit. And he's like, can you believe our girls getting married? And I'm like, I know. And then I get a text from Erica and I'm like, wait, bitch, like you should be showing up any second now. Like what is happening? And she's like, bleeding through my skirt and i'm like erica no like this is the maid of honor's worst nightmare but i'm three thousand miles away like i can do nothing about it i can't like bleach your dress i can't stand behind you like i can do yeah nothing and like what you. the fuck am i supposed to do like i don't have a backup <laughs> skirt <laughs> and then just radio silence i was like erica no are you okay oh my god like don't worry about it it's gonna be fine i'm like texting her back and then just like radio silence from erica and then like all of a sudden she appears on the screen and she's like laughing i'm like okay, so like we're good or <laughs> I truthfully, I was actually thinking about that because I remember it was just like one of those things like I was go like the, the earlier in the day, it was so boring. Like it was so boring. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I had friends here. Like I am like, I should be drinking like and poor rob's mom finally like finally but she showed up earlier in the afternoon like so it's like finally someone's here and i like come downstairs i hear her and i come downstairs and i was like you want a mimosa because i want one (laughs) (laughs) and like um anyway so then uh yeah so anyway so but then from that point on it was like a world a world whirlwind (laughs) because I didn't want it's like there was nothing really to do until in the afternoon and but that was like when everything had to happen like we didn't want to set up all the tables and stuff because it was going to be outside and then like have the dishes like be sitting outside for hours and like or like having all the linens like all set up and then like a bird come and like poop on them (laughs) or something you know like so then we were like waiting as long as possible to like get everything set up but then that's the exact same time that I needed to go get ready so then it was just and then and then we had to go meet our photographer. And so then, and then as soon as we got back is like, then we had to, the we got back like right before the like wedding happened. And like, you guys were already on the zoom before we even got back anyway. So then I had texted you that because I went upstairs um, because like the shoes that I was wearing, I, it was like super humid. <laughs> outside more blood yeah it was so humid outside and I was sweating and like it um I it was just uh, whatever and I didn't have socks on and the backs of the 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 shoes tore up I didn't even realize it like my feet hurt like when we were walking around and stuff but I never looked at my feet or my shoes and so then by the time I I got home I was like man my feet hurt and I just took my shoes off at the bottom of the stairs and I kept walking up upstairs and then uh uh Rob's mom and my mom were like <gasps> I was like what? And they're like Eric it's so bad I was like yeah I know like I just said that my feet hurt and then it was like so even at that point I still hadn't looked at my shoes like I was just like yeah guys I fucking said that like <laughs> and, then, and then and then and then I go upstairs because I had to pee like so bad and then that's and then I realized that I had like bled through my fucking skirt and I was just like well what am I going to, and then I texted you and then I put my phone down and then I didn't look at it again because then as soon as I was upstairs, then people were like yelling my name and I was like, oh my God, can I have like a second? I need to like change my fucking tampon. Really quick. 
<laughs> and so like I just didn't do anything about it. I was like, I don't have time to try to soak this, like to get it out. Um, or you know, because then I'm gonna have a big wet stain. Like I whatever. So could you see it? Like Oh yeah, I could. I mean, no one else said anything, but <laughs> what are you gonna do? Unbeknownst to all of Erica's guests, she was a bloody massacre. Like <laughs> Oh, yeah. So then going back to the shoes. Yeah. Going back to the shoes. So then I come back down downstairs and I like my shoe. I tripped over my shoes. So I picked them up to like get them out of the way. The backs of my heels of the shoe, the heel of the shoe is like soaked in blood on both of my shoes. Yeah. Literally looks like both of your ankles had their period too. (laughs) (laughs) You sent me that picture and I was like, what the fuck? Like, is that blood? And you were like, yeah, LOL. I'm like, Erica, ow, like go to urgent care. Are you okay? Yeah. My heels are still like all, all (laughs) fucked up. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so then, and then like the, the next day I was thinking about how I texted you that. And then I was like, did Mariah ever respond? Like I literally, (laughs) I just like put my phone down. But then by that point, I like, I put my phone down somewhere. I didn't really look at it. And then I like went downstairs and like, or I was upstairs and people were yelling my name. And I was like, and Kendall came up to like get something. And I was like, Kendall, go downstairs, tell mom to pour me a drink, please. And so then I went downstairs and like, I, everyone's like, okay, it's time to go. And I'm like, hold on. And I'm like chugging this little <laughs> glass of wine. I'm like, I just need a second, please. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then I just like walked outside and then, oh man, it was so, oh my God, it was so awkward. I don't think I told you this. So then, um, everyone was already outside and I was just like inside waiting. Cause also it was so hot out. We, this whole time we were preparing for it to be cool outside. And so I was like telling my mom because my mom's always hot, uh, always cold. And so I was like when she was trying to figure out what to wear and stuff like that, I was like, you should get something with sleeves, like prepare to bring a jacket. Like I had a plan for like a jacket, especially when like the sun went down, like all stuff. It was so hot during the day. So I was like, I just want to stand here for a second and like cool down, please. <laughs> and, and like because my makeup was like melting off my hair and I was like wearing a hat. And so it's like the my hair just like went super flat and anyway um and then my dad I hadn't even thought about this but because like I was like no one's there's no aisle I'm not walking down the aisle no one's walking yeah no one's walking me anywhere I'm not doing this whole like dog and pony show like we are just this is a small thing it's casual I'm gonna walk out there no like walk out song no like I didn't have a bouquet like there was none of that I just I was like i I'm, I'm here to get married. I don't need the show that goes along with it. It's fine for other people. I just didn't want that. I hate, I don't like having so much attention on me. That's like, that's the whole thing. But I never, like, I, I think the theme of this whole like wedding planning process is I had all these thoughts and ideas and like plans in my head. And I just thought I had communicated them clearly to people and I had not. (laughs) And so, you know, like when I, I thought I, it was pretty clear, like from the beginning of the year, like once, once COVID hit, I was like, "Mm, yeah, we're not going to have a wedding. And I was like, I mean, I guess never say never. If something like miraculously happens, like we might plan something, but I'm pretty like set that this is that we're not going to do a wedding or like the big wedding that we had planned. But then like, I guess some people didn't, no, like I thought I had said that to a lot of people and I thought that was like my stance to like everyone, but I, but I guess I didn't communicate because there were still people that were like asking me about it and like weren't sure. And, 
anyway, so then that happened here <laughs> with my dad. Um, and so then he was just kind of like lingering at the door. Yeah. And I was just like, um, all right, let's go like after you, I guess. And then I just, and so then I think he kind of just like picked up on it and then just like walked out and that's been like haunting me ever since. Cause I'm like, oh, oh you know how my, yeah. Like, you know, how my dad is, he's super sensitive anyway. So I'm just like, I probably like really hurt his feelings and it, it's not, and he's going to take it super personally and think it's about him. And it's not about him. It's about me. Like, I don't want, I, I just, whatever. So, um, yeah, Cringe. so that was, that was all. And then I walked out. <laughs> I was just like, here we go. <laughs> With blood on my dress. With blood on my dress. It was on the side that was like a facing away from you guys though. So yeah, I didn't see anything. I was looking too, because I was like, Oh my God, is she okay? And then I was like, okay, she looks like genuinely happy. Like she's not faking. Like, obviously you're genuinely happy to be like marrying Rob and stuff. But I was like, okay, this isn't like I'm putting on a show and like my dress is ruined. Like you looked, oh, you looked no. fine. You looked like calm about it. So I was like, okay, few, but I was like freaking out from. Well, Alaska. and you know that, <laughs> yeah, but you know, and that's like part of the whole like reason why I wanted to do something so casual. I didn't want to have like such high expectations for everything. Cause you know, there's always something that's going to go wrong. And like things were busy during that day, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I wasn't like overly stressed by anything. It was super helpful. Like Rob's mom and my mom came. Um, and so like them and my dad like helped us like kind of like clean everything up and like, um, you know, get everything out get everything like, you know, whatever. Um, so it's bit, it was, it was nice and it was super helpful to kind of have them. And like Rob's mom is very much like a, um, if you, if like, even when I wasn't there, like if they had questions, she was just like, you know what, we'll figure it out. And like, she'll just like handle it, which is, mm-hmm. which was nice. And that's like exactly why I wanted her to be there earlier in the day. Also, because like the previous weekend we did like a little test run of the table. So she knew exactly like, how I wanted everything laid out. So I was like, please handle this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, anywho. Um, yeah. Anyway, so all I just say, like tampons can fail sometimes. <laughs> on your wedding day like it's like our like probably one of the most feared things is like having your period on your wedding and bleeding through your dress on your way (laughs) oh dude I I don't know like this happened to me once when I was in high school like I bled through my jeans and it was the most mortifying I think high school is way worse than on my specific wedding day because it was like there was only a handful of people there no one saw it and I don't think or said anything and it was just like very low stakes but in high school like very high stakes. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's like a huge fear in high school too. Or like, I remember like (laughs) with some of my friends, it's like, Hey, can you check my butt? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We did butt checks for each other. If you were like wearing light jeans and stuff, like, I don't know. It's not really a fear of mine now. Like one, it's never happened to me, but like two, I don't know. It's just not really like if it, I guess if it happened, I'd be like, well, <laughs> that sucks. Like going home. <laughs> yeah. It's happened to me a couple of times, like very lightly, like at work, like very concealable type of way, like just like a little spot or something. Um, I think I, it may have happened to me. Like I'm trying to remember. I vaguely have a memory of asking Rob to like, or someone to like bring me jeans that may have been a high school situation but the but the time in high school like we I had to I went to the office and I had to get those like (laughs) 
bright red like Santa sweatpants that were meant for the people, <laughs> the dress for success pants that were meant for people. And so at least that um, gave me a cover. Like I could just be like, oh yeah, like I had a hole in my jeans that they're so stupid or like, oh, <laughs> the, my jeans are ripped at the bottom. Like, fuck them. They're so lame. <laughs> We had Earth Day shirts that you had to wear if you were like <laughs> something inappropriate. And they were like XXXXXL Earth Day shirts <laughs> with like a world on them. <laughs> no cleavage here. <laughs> no skin. Here's a giant t-shirt. Oh. All right. So, I mean, I think we don't need to go into like the details of like a period, I guess. I mean – no, everyone knows more... what period is. I want to know how you handle or like how what people do for their periods. So, like you said, these like menstrual cups are a thing oh, now. Yeah. And like, have you ever used one? No, me either. And I just okay. So I will say, like, because <clears throat> I've seen like conversations or like witnessed conversations about this, and I can see the appeal objectively but i don't think i can get past the like pure messiness of it yeah like i so, it sounds weird but like i want to see like somebody do it first but so i know what i'm getting into and they like <laughs> i don't know it's weird and i can't get past do you remember those toys when we were a kid and they're like rubber and you flip them inside out and you put them like on the tip of your finger and then they like fly yes the poppers yeah I cannot get past the fact that I'm basically just shoving an oversized one of those up my crotch that's what Uh, it looks like to me and it or it looks like a I don't know they look like a small funnel like I don't know I feel like I'm changing my oil I don't know it's just weird. I wonder how they feel. Like that's the other thing is that I just can't imagine that they feel normal. Like they just, I don't know. I think so to me for, and I guess maybe there's people who don't know what we're talking about, but like a menstrual cup is like basically what Mariah was explaining. (laughs) Except (laughs) It's like a silicone like cup that you insert it's like flexible, um, so you like squeeze it, I would imagine. Yeah, it's super flexible. And so you just fit it and it's supposed to like be a pretty good like catch all, if you will. Like it's supposed <laughs> to be really yeah. It's supposed to be really effective and like it's supposed to be safer. So the pros of this is that they are more safe uh for you instead of like like you can keep them in for longer because they catch more um blood i don't know like if there's a better word or uterus shed <laughs> yeah they catch more than like a tampon or or a pad and there's less danger so like you with tampons if you leave them in too long there's a risk of having toxic shock syndrome um and so the big question is that a lot of people have is okay like what happens um like when you're in public and you need to change it because like you take it out and it's like bloody. So like, what do you do with it? You can't just like dump it in the toilet and then take it to the public sink, wash out your menstrual cup and then go back and install it. You know what I mean? Like that's, and so a lot of people have said that they just, you just 
dump it and then you just use toilet paper to like wipe it off and then you just put it back in and you wash it when you get home. Or like I'd imagine that maybe you're just not changing it as frequently in public. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's what a lot of people have said too because you can keep it in longer um, yeah. or like because it holds more rather that you can uh, – there's less times where you like have to change it. So before this episode, because I knew that we were going to be talking about menstrual cups and I don't really know a whole lot about them because to be honest with you, they it, it's intimidating to me and I just have like heard people talking about it. And I'm just like, yeah, good. Okay. I'm, I'll stick with my tampons. But um, I Googled it and I Googled how to clean it and this thing came up, which like maybe this is the great way to diffuse or to like clean it and I'm just being super immature but it looks like a diffuser like an essential oil diffuser so like there's this thing (laughs) and you like set the cup on top of it add water put the top on turn it on and then steam comes out like a diffuser like it steams it it's it's literally called a menstrual cup steamer and it steams it but I'm like Oh, is it to like sanitize it? Yeah but like the fact that steam comes out of it it's like okay, so is that like uterus-flavored essential oil that's now floating around in my room? Like, I don't understand. I don't know. I It weirded me out. Again, maybe I'm being incredibly immature. There's people – there's a whole lot of things out there around period blood and the benefits of period blood. I don't Mm. know. You know what I wonder? Because, you know, like after you have a baby, you're not supposed to use tampons. I wonder if this is more safe. Probably, probably not. Right? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. know. I feel like, I feel like now, like I'm talking shit about it. Like, I feel like I kind of want to try it just to try it. But, um, like I need a tutorial. I need I need feedback. I don't actually personally know anybody who uses one, so I need somebody that can give me all the dirty details that like you don't want to ask. Like how do you clean it? How do you pull it out and like what if you splash? Like I don't know cuz like realistically too, we don't really know how much blood is like in a pad or in a tampon or like whatever you use because like obviously it's absorbed by that. So like what does that look like in liquid form? I actually know a girl. So a girl that I used to work with use it has used one and like she year for years or like years ago rather like talked very openly about it. Mm-hmm. Um so she might be a good resource. I mean like I don't know if we would, you know, if you want to like talk to her like on the on the pod or like if you just I mean if you want to find someone that you just know personally or whatever but like she was like very very open about it I I mean I don't know now like I don't remember anything that she said I just I just remember because back then I didn't know like no one was asked no one wanted them everyone like made fun of them and so I just remember like her being so open about it I was like oh okay like you really don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's like a thing now. So like I feel like I'm kind of behind the times of being still being like a little bit squirmy about it. So I do legitimately want to know more. I just like I don't know. I think I'm like one of those people that's like if it's not broken, don't fix it and like I've never had a problem with like just using tampons. So I'm So here's the thing that makes me open or just 
I'm, I'm so I'm kind of like on the fence. So, um, I am also kind of just like, you know, tampons work well for me. Obviously not that well since I bled <laughs> through on my wedding day. It's fine. Um, but, you know, like that's what I'm comfortable with. It's way better for me than, in my opinion, than pads. Like that really grosses me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that gives me pause is that like I've seen a couple a couple of incidences, you know, just – and again caveat like this is just like things floating through the internet so who knows like the actual circumstances around it but like people who have like opened a tampon like pushed it out of the applicator and like the tampon is like moldy yeah so um i've seen like a lot of conversation like there was one that i saw and a lot of people were talking about it and they were just like i mean this looks like an old tampon like tampons are in a sealable um package for a reason so like if this was just like floating around your purse or if like the packaging was um opened then moisture got in then like yeah this can happen um so it's it's questionable like maybe if it came from like maybe um if it came from the manufacturer as old or you know had a issue or whatever or if this was just like someone dug it out of the back of their drawer because it was an emergency or what but that's like the only thing that really like gives me pause is like imagine having like mold up in your cooch you know so and then in that conversation and then it's like okay well do is that is there a similar risk with organic tampons like they're still I don't know, like cotton or is it different because they don't have chemicals? I'm that that's the part where I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, I should be more conscious of like chemicals and like things that we're putting into our body and stuff. But I'm like, meh, I don't really care. Like I use I have like a preferred brand of tampons that just works for me and the applicator works for me like. Which one is it? What do you use? I use the Playtex Sport. Oh, I really like that one because I don't know why I started liking that one. Like, I think I used like whatever my old stepmom like would buy at first. So like when I first got started getting my period, like she wanted me to use like pads. So I used pads and then I started playing sports and like with dance and stuff like you couldn't wear a pad because it would like show under your leotard whatever, like you're doing splits or something, like show. And like, there's that, sorry guys, but there's like that gross feeling of like a pad. If you get like a gush, like, and you like, just know, like, whoa, Mm -hmm. that just filled the pad (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Or like, oh, there's a leak. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I started using tampons and I think like somebody, when I was playing volleyball, like I had to ask somebody for a tampon and they gave me a Playtex sport one and I just liked it. Like it was way easier to insert and I've just used those ever since. Like they feel comfortable to me. I very rarely ever like have that like, Ooh, that's not in far enough like feeling mm-hmm. and I just don't feel them at all. So I like them. Interesting. That Okay. That's an interesting um, insight. Cause I kind of have that. So I, um, I don't even know how this, I was like such a like timid like kid like I didn't want to like ask for about things because I didn't want to like look stupid and so like when I got my period like 
my mom just automatically got me pads and I thought that was because and but there was like no discussion about it and I thought she got me pads because like she didn't want me using tampons even though I knew she used tampons and so then it was like I was and that is like what whenever I had like a like blood through my jeans in high school is because I was wearing pads and they you know yeah and you sneezed and then all hell broke loose yeah and it like (laughs) leaks and then it's like not like the leak isn't like oh in like your crotch area it's like on your butt because the pad is like you're sitting and it yeah back the crack (laughs) (laughs) goes down the reservoir (laughs) oh gross so anyway so then at some point I don't remember I just I don't remember like what spurred it but like um my mom and I were talking about it and she's like oh I didn't know that you wanted to use tampons like I just always you never asked, so I thought you just liked using pads. Like, fuck no. You didn't want me to lose my virginity to a tampon. <laughs> yeah. and, like, I mean, she did. Remember when – Um, actually, I don't know if you – I think you were – when I when I we first started wearing thongs and – um. Oh, my God. And, yes. There's a whole story and, about this. Yeah. And I and my mom, I didn't tell my mom. Like, I bought them when I was in New York. And, like, when I was in New York, I would, like, do my own laundry. And then I came home and, like, my – uh, my mom was doing my laundry and found the thongs and lost her shit on me. And she was just like, and she, she was just mad. She tried to play it off. Like it was a health risk. And she's like, this is how women get yeast infections. <laughs> I mean, to her defense, we did buy like the sluttiest, grossest. Like yeah. that was like a thing back then though. was like the sparkly like underwear with jewels on them and stuff. But oh yeah, it had buy, like, like a little... It had like a little ch- mine had like a little cherry like charm on I it and stuff. Literally can remember the exact thong that you're talking about. Mine had like a moon and stars on it. Yeah, yeah, I remember those too. <laughs> they were like in the worst quality fabric oh, ever. God. Yeah. Also, like I have really sensitive skin to like cheap metal. So there's no reason I had no business wearing those that thong for for multiple reasons. And one of them being I can't have cheap metal like that on my fucking skin. I would break Especially out your privates. Yeah, like that was <laughs> holy shit. You know, uh, we so went, anyway. We went with the girl that we shouldn't we don't mention. Yeah, she was. My mom always hated her. I became Ugh. really good friends with her. Like she and I clicked like immediately in like fifth grade, and she was like a super tomboy, but she had the mom that was like real chill, and she loved me. And my and my mom hated her daughter. She was like, she's bad news. And then turned out, but she was right. <laughs> yeah, she's right. I was good friends with her in high school, but then she fucked my boyfriend, and I yeah. am still. We don't mention her in the house. <laughs> Somebody says that name and I'm like, slut. Like, okay, yeah. So she's, I mean, obviously we were in like eighth grade wearing charm. Like literally, I used to hate when like my dad or something would be like, oh, that's dental floss. Like, no, it literally was dental (laughs) floss in our ass. Like I still, (laughs) I do wear thongs, but um, I wear like the sporty, like, the sporty thongs and it's like literally for the pure purpose of like not having underwear lines or else to be honest with you I just don't wear underwear sometimes like that's oh yeah that's my preferred my preferred Uh, uh, it depends depends on what I'm wearing like not wearing underwear with jeans like really I don't know I can't yeah no but like (laughs) I haven't worn jeans in like a year so oh yeah (laughs) 
but then like so anyway yeah (laughs) so anyway so then my mom but to your point you kind of just it was like the first thing that you tried the playtex sport was the Mm -hmm. first thing you tried and you liked it and so then when my mom and I had that conversation she always used the sorry mom I hope this is not weird for you for me to reveal your tampon choice um (laughs) but (laughs) the playtex or not the playtex um tampax pearl is that right yeah pearl the pearl ones and so that's what I've always used because for basically for the same reason I have used the sport ones before the playtex sport and I don't like them hmm I don't really have a good reason. I just didn't like them as much. The first tampon I ever tried was a cardboard one. Oh, no. And I literally was like, it was like dry. And I know that, oh, oh my God, this is like, this is a cringe story. This I should save this for a cringe fest, but I'm not going to because I was like in eighth grade and like didn't know better. But like people spit is not lube, but in for a cardboard tampon. <laughs> Sometimes you got to use a little spit. I had to spit on it. Like I had to like spit on my hand, rub myself and like insert it because it hurt so bad. And I remember I was friends with this girl who used like her preferred thing was like cardboard tampons. And I was like, oh my God, she must spit on her crotch like every time. How do you get a card piece of cardboard in your vagina hole? Without spitting or without a little pump of lube. I don't understand. I need more information. How is that her preferred? I mean, maybe it was like, that's what her mom used and that's what she used. I don't know. Oh. Why do they even still make those? I don't know. I mean, like, I guess, I guess from like an environmentally friendly standpoint, maybe cardboard's more environmentally friendly than plastic, but like, fuck that, man. My vagina does not need any cardboard paper cuts. That shit seriously hurt. Like as if your period isn't already miserable enough, let's shove a piece of cardboard up there. (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh man, then heaven forbid, like it doesn't, like you're saying, like it doesn't go in right. Like it's not sitting in a right Oh my God, it's so painful. Yeah, no. For our guys that are listening, the cardboard doesn't stay up there. It's just the applicator. (laughs) Uh, I I saw something recently like it was like a, a I don't know like a TikTok or something and like these guys didn't know that <laughs> you like you don't you uh they thought like a pad like sticks to your vagina and not your not underwear, underwear. So they're like you don't take your pad off when you pee <laughs> no you just get to stare at that shit while you're sitting in the toilet you get to stare at the mess you made in your underwear. Oh, God. Mm, periods are a joy. Periods are weird. Like, it's just a weird thing. I don't know. And then something, and then you have, okay, so then the other half of this that can influence um, your period is like your form of birth control. Cause then there's, I, so I've always, I always use the pill. Like I don't anymore, but I used to, um, mostly the, well, the reason why I went on, I went on it when I was like 16, I think, because I was having really bad, I had really, really bad acne and, um, my dermatologist actually recommended it to like help even out my, like level off my hormones. And that actually worked really well. Um, and so I think that's just, I guess why it just seemed like the most like consistent and reliable form of like hormones. I don't know. 
Um, and then I just never really, I don't know, like it was working for me until it wasn't. And so I, until it wasn't, I was never, I never had a reason to like think about other methods, but there are. And, and what I ended up start when I started considering other methods was, um, I was having issues. So like with, with your birth control, like if you miss a pill, um, especially if you do it often, you can, it'll like start your period. So like, I, and it got to the point with me where I was pretty, I was pretty good about taking it. Of course I missed it like once in a while, but it got to the point where like, if I miss you're supposed to take it like around the same time every day. And if I missed it by like an hour or two hours, I would start my period. And then, so I was having my period for like three weeks at a time, Mm. like all the time. And so, um, and then like my gynecologist is just, um, a wretched human and she didn't give a fuck. (laughs) And so I, so I just stopped taking it and I was considering an IUD because, um, it seems really appealing to not have your period, Mm -hmm. right? Cause I can't, that can, um, that can help. But on the flip side of that, some people always have their period (laughs) when they're on an IUD. Like as much as I don't love a period, that method of birth control has always freaked me out because like having your period is what your body is supposed to do. So tricking your body for literally like five years at a time just seems so, I mean, I know that it works for people and that some people really love it and swear by it. And some people like almost have to use it for like medical reasons. But Mm -hmm. for me personally, it just freaks me out. Like my body, I'm making my body do something that it's not supposed to do, but for like an extended period of time, like literally years. So what happens then? Because like your period is your uterus shedding its lining. So does it just never, does the lining never thicken to the point where it has to shed or does it just continuously grow? (laughs) And then like you go off your IED and then it's like literally Niagara Falls. Like all men think that it is anyways. Um, I, to be honest with you, am way too uneducated on that to say, but I would imagine that it's not like just overly building I would just imagine that it probably stops like if it's not shedding it's not regrowing yeah yeah but I don't know I don't know um that method has just always freaked me out and I've heard things about it like being painful to insert and oh my god that is the thing so my friend (laughs) my friend Taylor got it uh, and it was like around the time that I was like really considering it and like it was so painful for her and like she was like super nauseous and I was just like no I think I think maybe I'm good (laughs) I think I'll just deal with a period (laughs) I like sometimes okay not that I like having my period but sometimes it's like a good reset for me too like my body will just be feeling weird and then like I get my period and I'm like okay like that's what it was like I feel better and Uh, so like taking that away for me feels weird as much as like for a convenience stand from a convenience standpoint, it would be so much better to like not have one. I I don't know. I wonder if you have an if you don't get your period, if you still get period symptoms. Like you still get like the mood swings and the like bloating and things like that. And again, if you don't, like that feels so unnatural to me because like it's that's your like that's normal. That's what your body's supposed to do. Yeah. Unless you're just like, 
Like I have, I know people, I have a couple of friends who are like really sensitive to certain, either certain ingredients or like certain levels of hormones, I think that are in like the pill, um, to the point where it makes them like a literal, like lunatics. If they, like they have to have, like one of my friends has to have, um, uh, I think think oh yeah she has to have like the brand name version of like a certain type of pill like she cannot have another another brand she cannot have a um a generic because there's an inactive ingredient in it in the generic version and in the crazy um it just like makes her like super her just emotions and uh just everything like go bananas and so and then like another friend of mine who was on it in in college very briefly and like she it was hers was something about like hormones levels or something i don't i don't know the details um but it just made her her emotions like a roller coaster just and like she's like the mo- like one of the most chill people and she would just be like fucking sobbing over nothing and then but then like super happy but then like real depressed and angry like just all Mm -hmm. over the place so i can actually speak to that a little bit too because i have been on birth control for like literally as long as i can remember like i had really bad periods and because of dance and stuff (laughs) it was like always really hard what are you laughing about already (laughs) i'm laughing because i'm thinking about when when we were younger because like i didn't i didn't used to have like bad periods when i was when i was younger like i didn't really ever have cramps or like bloating or like any of those symptoms but mariah had terrible cramps (laughs) and she would just be like on the floor like it hurts and i'm like what the fuck is wrong (laughs) I'm like in the fetal position and I'm one of the like I have a really high pain tolerance like when my appendix was rupturing I was like in the most pain of my life but I was like cracking jokes with like the nurses and doctors and stuff and they're like are you really in pain I'm like no I swear to god like this is just my way of handling it so like I could totally remember myself like rolling around on the fetal position in your living room like laughing and like probably seriously looking manic like a lunatic but I just like that's just my way of handling it so yeah but so anyways I got put on birth control like I think I was like 13 honestly 13 or 14 which is like pretty early yeah yeah so I I don't know I so I took the pill all through high school and college, I was on the birth control pill. So I feel like I don't really ever remember like a period not on the pill for the most part. Like I don't really remember. I mean, I got my period, I think when I was like 11 or 12, like sixth grade maybe. So, and then I, by like eighth grade, eighth or ninth grade, I was on the pill. So I don't really remember what a period feels like to not be on some form of birth control. In college, for whatever reason, like my insurance lapsed and I was like off of it for a while. And I just felt like, like my period was irregular. So I was like, okay, I need to get back on birth control to regulate my period. And um, cause my period was like clockwork, like literally every 28 mm-hmm. days, like every Thursday got my, like every third Thursday got my period and it lasted until like Wednesday. Like I mm-hmm. knew when it was coming, when it was going. That is the very nice thing about birth control, especially because like, she, like you're saying, like I knew like 
every Wednesday by 7 a.m. I was yeah. my period is starting. Yeah. But so I went to the like my gyno and I was like, you know, I like just in in grad school, like being on the pill was really inconvenient because I think I took it like nine o'clock at night was like my time to take it. Oh, me too. And like you said, it was really funny because I had like a um I had an alarm on my phone that was like the boing alarm. So it would be like <laughs> boing, boing. <laughs> and that was like my birth control alarm. But like you said, like if you didn't take it within an hour or two, like it could really like mess you up. So um, but nine o'clock at night for a grad student, like sometimes I was in, I was in bed already for like two hours and then it would wake me up, which was super inconvenient. Or sometimes I was like just getting ready to go out and that yeah. was really inconvenient too. But then like switching it to the morning again, like sometimes if I did it like nine in the morning, like sometimes I was in class, sometimes I'm super fucking hungover and like in bed. Yes. So oh there was good. Like- Yes. There was like never a convenient time to take it. So I was like, okay, what are my other options other than a pill? And she told me about NuvaRing. So I was on the NuvaRing, which was super appealing to me because you just insert it for three weeks, take it out for a week and have your period. And my really good friend Jen was on it too at the same time. So like she told me like pros and cons of like how she liked it. And like I got to ask her all the awkward questions of like, what's it feel like? What does it look like? She like showed me one of hers. Like she had like a three month supply in the fridge because you store them in the refrigerator. And she like showed me and like whatever, you know, didn't demonstrate, but like (laughs) showed me. So I knew like what to expect before I told my doctor that's the route I wanted to go. But I loved it. Like just loved it because it was just so much easier than the pill. However, Mm. I think that it it's hard to say that that made me crazy or that like the things that were going on in my life around that time made me crazy. But like looking back on it, I definitely can attest to like increased mood swings and like increased severity of mood swings. Like I, my irritability was just crazy. Like, Mm. which I still think that it is. Like peeing too loud. <laughs> Some yeah, like, but I think you're like way more. I don't know. Like I think you're able to like rationalize with yourself more now versus like before. You probably would have been like, "There's like no, there's no stopping you." Yeah, <laughs> and no, like I the rational side is gone. Yeah, and I didn't know. So like I was on that for a few years, and I recently just came off of it. Like, um. In April, I think I stopped taking birth control altogether. And like, I have never felt more in tune with my body. There's a lot of things that go come along with that, though. Like, so I started working with a fitness coach um, and like tracking my macros and stuff. So a lot of that can help like regulate your hormones and regulate your period. And she's, we're going to have her on the pot at some time. Christy, if you're listening, you like, you know, despite you not wanting to come on the pod because you don't like yourself public speaking, she is like literally so knowledgeable on like women's health and um periods and like her herself was like just recently got her period back after not having it for like years at a time. Um wow. Just through like regulating her hormone levels through like counting like 
counting her macros, like understanding what she's putting into her body and like how her body reacts to things. So and it, just the the consistency. Yeah. And it is crazy. Like I feel so good not on birth control and like I do still have mood swings and like I definitely feel more in tune with like, okay, this is two weeks before my period. So like I'm in this phase and like this is where I'm going to be feeling my best, whatever. And then like a week before my period, okay, this is where I'm going to be like a little bit constipated and I'm going to hold like this weight here and this weight here and like my boobs hurt and like all the different things. But I feel those things more, I think. But I think my levels of like highs and lows, I mean, of course I still have highs and lows, but they're like either easier for me to explain like, okay, it's this week. I understand like, Mm -hmm. and I'm able to rationalize it. Whereas like you said, there were like times just randomly where I would just be like a psycho lunatic or else times where I was like so happy and like, I couldn't explain why, which isn't necessarily a bad feeling, but it's crazy that like hormones can do that to you by just having a freaking ring chilling in your crotch for three weeks. So two questions. One do you I feel like if you are okay with a Nuva ring, it would probably feel less weird to you to use like a menstrual cup. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. A Nuva ring is a little bit different to me because um okay, like well, when I was selling sex toys, I used to tell I used to tell people, which I stole this from my friend Jen, that like your vagina is not a hallway. Like <laughs> it's not just like a tube. So like it opens up, obviously, like once you get inside, it like just opens up. So things, you know, things don't get lost in there. Like some people think that they do, but like things will, you don't really feel it once it's like inside past the like opening, I guess. Oh, okay. So with the, um, with the Nuva ring, like sometimes it was like uncomfortable for like the not even uncomfortable, just like you could feel it. it was noticeable for like the insertion. So you have to, you'd have to like stick your leg up on something, like spread them real far apart and um, like pinch it together kind of. And it made like a little like infinity, I guess, like, I don't oh. know. Picture, oh, so like, like an eight. Yeah. Yeah. So like picture like a ring, I don't know, the size of like a big dick, like a real okay. big dick. Okay. Um, so then you just like pinch it and you make it like long and skinny and then you just put it in. And then once you put it in it expands, but you don't feel it do that. Okay. So then it just hangs out there like a ring. And then like when you're, when you need to take it out, you kind of just like fish hook your finger up there and like pull it out. And it just like, it just contours with you. Well, you're not on your period. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You take it out before your period. And like, I guess the only downside to it a little bit I guess was that like your partner can sometimes feel it during sex but like not in an uncomfortable way just like feel it okay that was another question but it sits so like it sits underneath or I guess I mean it depends on like which way you're facing but like it sits like either above or below like where I'm trying to think of if it it would be like above yeah if you're standing you're going it would be like more towards your (laughs) belly like if you're standing up it would be like more front like in the medical world we call that like anteriorly it would be like anterior to whatever like a dick inside of you (laughs) so it's not like you can't like 
what's that game like ring toss? Like it's not that where like the dick's gonna come out with like the ring around it. <laughs> it's not like that. It's just kind of like brushing up against it. Interesting. <laughs> and that sounds better than like um like I don't know, people have said that they can feel or guys have said that they can feel the IUD like wire. I'm like, oh, that feels like it would be uncomfy. No, and I can't imagine that would feel good for the female either. No. Um, my other question was that, do you use anything to track your cycle? Yeah, Christy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. My coach. So one of the questions that I have to like, um, you know, like every week I check in with her and like she asks so I'm on my period and stuff. So, um, and she, like I said, she's so knowledgeable about like, okay, you're in your luteal phase or like you're in your follicular phase. And um, oh. yeah, she's incredible. So, but yeah, I use that. And I, I would say that I'm fairly regular. I also still have like in my calendar on my phone, I still have like ring out, ring in for like when I'm supposed to take my ring out and my, put my ring back in. So mm-hmm. like my cycle has really stayed fairly regular to that. However, oh, I do good. think that I'm going to start tracking like my ovulation and stuff just to have like a better idea of since I'm not on birth control, like. Mm-hmm. what days are should you like be using extra 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 protection and so I use an app called flow mm, we talked and... about ant flow yeah <laughs> it's uh it's I like it a lot um you can so there's like a free version and then there's like a paid version um but it's I just use the the free version, but if you are like, you can use it just to track your period, which is what I was using it for because um, I used to have a really good memory and now I do not. I have a really terrible memory. And like also when I was on birth control, like you can literally see it in the pack, like yeah. when you're, when you're should when you be coming up. Yeah. And so when I'm not on birth control, like I can't remember the last time that I had it. And then also it's helpful just because um, like every time you go to the doctor, they're like, or like, especially if you go to the gyno, they're like, when was like the first day of your last period or the last day of your first, last period, whatever. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I literally have no idea. I couldn't tell you all these days run together. So anyway, so, um, I use it for that. And even in that function, it tells you, um, uh, when you're ovulating. Mm. so there's that but also there's a function like you can set it like if you're trying to get pregnant like you can uh set it up so that you can track it that way oh cool I'll have to I don't really out. know yeah I don't really know what the difference is there because <clears throat> I haven't used that function but I just know that there is one <laughs> and don't plan on it <laughs> yeah like soon. I feel like I don't need to I mean I take probably take that for granted now, but like, you know, assuming I don't have any issues and I don't really feel like I need to track it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Just, just like winging it. Yeah. No, I agree. I, um, yeah, I'm just more curious about like when I'm ovulating and stuff. I guess she posted a thing. I think it was her. It was her, one of the other coaches. Sorry, Christy, if it was, if I can't remember. But she posted a thing about like how to tell if you're discharge or how to tell if you're um, ovulating just by your discharge, which discharge is a trigger word for me. Like that's like moist. Like I hate that word. Yeah. I don't I, hate the, the word, word moist. Is... It's just like discharge is gross to me. Yeah. It's like I don't hit, I don't hate the word discharge, but like what it is talking about 
it, what it implies is gross. Yeah. Also, it's so confusing to me because I'm just like, when you say like egg whites, do you mean like this? Or it's like, or it's like, <laughs> it's egg whites, but it's also sticky. I'm like, but those are too, to me, egg whites aren't sticky. They're red. I don't know. I'm can confused. I show you? Like, like yeah. I'm like, can you like evaluate this? You want to take like, a peek at my panties? <laughs> I need clarity. <laughs> So I definitely think that I like know a difference between like milky and like whatever egg white. Like mine definitely looks different, but it's yeah, like I don't know, I don't remember like what's what as far as like ovulating and stuff. That would be an interesting. Let's do a follow up on that. All right. If you guys listening would be interested in such a thing, <laughs> interested in gross discharge words and meanings. Uh, I think that would be interesting, though, to have someone on that is like um, like a women's health expert yeah. to have that discussion. Um, this is real stuff. Yeah, we're I mean, we're normalizing the taboo and normalizing the gross. It's fine. Yeah. It's like we need to know these things because also if you don't know, then how do you know if something's wrong? Right. Right. It's so true. So true. And like we should normalize these conversations, too, so that we're not left with like spitting on cardboard tampons. <laughs> You know, we don't want to do if that any, to our kids. I want to know if anyone out here is your preferred method or your preferred um, tool is a cardboard applicator. <laughs> I'm not, we're not judging. We just want to know just, if you carry around like a travel size bottle of KY in your pocket. Yeah, I just have questions. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know why. I, I need reasonings. I, I, I'm wondering. How does, how does it work for you? <laughs> Spit is not lube unless you have a cardboard applicator. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, what else did I want to talk about with periods? Man uh, periods. Oh, my God. Actually, I have one more thing I want to talk about with girl periods. Okay. I have a question. Okay. Do your dogs act different when you uh. have a period? Like uh, as I'm like eating underwear or like whatever because dogs are fucking gross. Like, do they act different? I don't think mine act different. I it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell with my dogs because my dogs are weird anyway. But I notice that like <laughs> if I'm on my period, <sighs> sorry, if I'm on my period and I go to like a friend's house and they have a dog, it's like they always immediately smell are just, your like, crotch. Up your crotch. Isn't that so embarrassing too? Because you don't want to be like, sorry, I have my period and your dog's a bloodhound. But also like I don't want you thinking that like I have a tuna fish sandwich in my pants. So like I feel the need to explain it some way. But like, oh my God, it's the worst. Barrel your nose in there, why don't you, dog? Because that's not getting any other action for the next five days. So go ahead. You know, I'm a dog. It, I, it makes me think about that woman that we talked about in the last episode that says that she's a dog person, but really she hates Enzo. <laughs> and it's like, I wonder what she would have to say about this. <laughs> and then it's like awkward. And then you like close your legs. And then like if there was like any kind of like, not that periods like smell foul or anything, but like if there was any kind of like period smell, you're just like making it worse by like closing your legs tight and like. Yeah, and like Fucking trying a. to yeah, like trying to like play it off when yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's all. Khalifa gets like extra cuddly with me too, I noticed. He like I, I he, just, he's like more protective over me. 
I would not be surprised because I think they know like when you're um like when you're pregnant, I think they know that there's like yeah. something happening. And then like when you have the baby, they like can connect like, oh, that's what I smelled before. Yeah. Yeah. Man, animals are weird. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about man periods. Um, quickly, because yeah, I think we should, I think we should save a little bit of this for like when Rob comes on next time too. We can, we can save it for when he comes on. No, I mean, I think I want to solidify before he has the chance to defend it. I want to solidify that men do get their periods. Okay. I, I'm truthfully, I don't have a lot to add here. Rob doesn't really get like, and it's hard to tell with him too, because like he, because he's diabetic. And, like, if he gets, like, a low blood sugar or something, he gets real crabby. Or, rather, if he gets, like, a high blood sugar, he gets real crabby. And so, um, I don't know. Like, I don't notice any, like, cyclical patterns. Oh, interesting. I did make a note, though, to talk about it when he comes on. Okay. We can just – we'll just wait for that. Wait, no. What? What? You – what do you think? Well, Rob definitely gets his period. <laughs> like, he admits it, too. He's like, sorry, that was my myriad. Have you ever, like, looked it up? Is there a medical, like... I don't know. Let's do it right now. Man period. Man period cycle. Do men really experience male periods? It's called irritable male syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah, no, I think this is really a thing. Okay. Are you stressed out, grumpy, moody? If you're a guy and these words describe your mental state, you may be suffering from what psychotherapist Judd Diamond calls irritable male syndrome in his book of the same name. Yes, ladies, even men can fall victim to hormone fluctuation fluctuations. Serious. Oh, it's a dip, it's a dip in testosterone levels. Or an increase in testosterone levels. Oh. For instant, varies and goes up and down four or five times an hour. There are daily cycles with testosterone being higher in the morning and lower at night. Men have a monthly hormonal cycle that is unique to each man, but men can actually track their moods and recognize they are related to hormonal changes through the month. We know that there are seasonal cycles with testosterone higher in November and lower in April. Ooh, I wonder, I wonder if there's a link to like breakups and divorces (laughs) in November and April. We know about hormonal cycles with males during adolescence, but also the years between 40 and 55 have what we call male menopause or andropause. Finally, we know that there are hormonal changes in men going through IMS, aka irritable male syndrome, related to stress in a man's life. What we so, found – oh, here we go. What we found is one of the primary symptoms is denial. That is <laughs> men think the problem is anywhere other than in themselves. Can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So basically they just found the root of like midlife crises. <laughs> I don't know though. I really think that like there is a thing to like men just being like a little bit pissy here and there. You know, like, obviously, like, everyone has their rights to be pissy and stuff. But, like, if we can just, like, relate this all back to hormones, that makes it so much easier to, like, understand for me anyways. 
I, you know, this actually would be a really interesting topic for Rob because he's so into tracking. Um, like we, we both wear like whoop bands Mm -hmm. and you can like track all these different like masturbation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot we talked about that. Yeah. So like you can track like all these different things like, um, to, to detect any patterns and see if like they are improving or decreasing your, um, like performance levels or just like your like wellness or like how you feel. Um, so I wonder if this is something that he would be able to, or would be interested in tracking. I don't know. I don't know if he really, he might, I might just be, I might just be oblivious to it. Yeah. I don't, I mean, and I wouldn't say that like it happens like at the same time. Cause like, you know, ours is pretty regular to our cycle. I don't know that necessarily it's like a cycle thing, but I definitely think that it's a hormonal thing. I wonder if there are things that you do to, you can do to, so what causes the dip? So if you're like a super consistent person would that limit your um I don't know like how how much your how much of the symptoms you're feeling I don't know limiting? Oh, I wonder question. if it, it it probably like revolves around sex too like you gotta like you gotta have sex gotta get the release serious though serious that's all hormonal can we okay I want to end the episode Talking about our least favorite, like I want to ask you and then I want to share mine. What's your least favorite thing about a period? Like whether it's a symptom or like the actual act of a period, what's your least favorite thing? Oh my God. Um, Other than all of it. I think for me, it's the bloating. Mm. It just makes me, it like, I feel so uncomfortable I feel and it's always like during it's there's never a good time. It's not like you can just take, you know, five days off and like not have your fucking wedding just because you're on your period. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like you want to look cute, but it's like you're all like bloated and gross and like you don't like feel good and like the bloating. I'm going to I'm going to cheat on your question, but you're bloating then also like um affects like your like other like organs and stuff so then things like start hurting mm-hmm. and um I don't know it's, I don't know it's like literally like your uterus is all like inflamed and it's making everything all squished and like I don't know it's just all around very uncomfortable and like that has been a really big um over the last like couple of years something that I've been trying to combat anyway is like I often experience a lot of like unnecessary bloat like even when I'm eating like very consistently and healthy healthily and so that I think is just maybe something I'm extra sensitive to because I'm like I'm doing all these things why am I bloated right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. no I yeah I agree to that and it does you're right it does seem like it happens at the most inconvenient times always like there's like you said there's never a convenient time but it's like always when I have to like wear the tight shirt or wear the tight pants yeah it's like oh yeah remember when these skinny jeans fit me yesterday (laughs) and I had to do the dance and poop and (laughs) yeah throw up and all this just to get them zipped (laughs) I will say though then like once those symptoms pass you're like ooh, yeah it feels so ooh, so lean (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh 
Wait, what about you? Um, okay, my least favorite part of having a period is the period poop. <sighs> or and, lack thereof. Well, okay, so that's one phase where you're constipated and whatever. And then, like, for me, it seems like just all hell breaks loose. And, like, <laughs> I – oh, my God. Go back to episode two. Like, this is probably – if I tracked like all the embarrassing poop stories that I have, it's probably like in this phase when I have my period too. As if like that's not messy and annoying enough. Like you just have, I don't know, I get like diarrhea every time. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Cause you know, again, like if you're doing all these things to be consistent <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then, you know, this bitch comes along and <laughs> fuck you, Flo. She, and she said, I don't care what you've been doing. <laughs> here's some poop to go along with it yeah and it's like and then you're already like all your skin and like your nerve endings are all like super sensitive so like everything hurts yeah yeah period poops are a real thing yeah no we actually we did talk about this because it's like i don't remember why or like what brought it up it's like well because that's what we do we talk about and that and that like contributes though to the bloat again. Yeah, yeah. Too much stuff. Too much stuff trying to get crammed in one little area of your body. And then we only get three weeks off. I know. And really, only like two weeks off because the week leading up to it is like kind of shitty too. This is why. Yeah, that's the thing too. It's like the week before is like when you start like you start feeling real shitty and moody. And all, you know, various other symptoms. But this also, periods make me very wary of, um, of like, having a baby. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's, like, real uncomfortable for me to have an enlarged uterus. I wonder what it's going to be like to have a fucking human in my stomach. Probably the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, and oh, and then that's got to fit in, fit you know, in my vaginal canal coming out. No, thank you. Like that sounds, <laughs> that sounds uncomfy for future Erica's delivering doctors. Just give her all the drugs. <laughs> Seriously. That is like, like dr- people, <laughs> people who do like all natural, like good on you. I, I just, I can't mentally wrap my head around it. <laughs> There's like an episode of Friends where uh, Carol, like Ross's ex-wife is pregnant and like she's like about like she's really close to like being due and she's like starts freaking out and she's like, how is this going to fit? Like, no, it's just going to have to stay in there forever. And I feel like that's going to be me like, nope, sorry, sucker. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't see a way out. (laughs) Except for the only way out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, On that note. If you guys um, like what you're hearing, feel free <laughs> or to leave don't us. Like a re- what you're hearing, <laughs> I guess. I guess if you don't like it, you can let us know on a review as well. But I prefer to hear what you do like. <laughs> uh, no, you still have to give us five stars and stuff, but you're allowed to say that it was gross because we know. <laughs> and then you know, like share gross stuff with your friends. Recommend this episode to someone that you think might um, might enjoy it or might have some good information for us. We're we're all ears. Share it with your boyfriends who think that like we just pee blood. We're just like a constant <laughs> faucet of blood. Play this episode out loud while you're cooking. Everyone can enjoy. 
Oh my God. Oh, all right. This is perfect. I love this episode. Oh, uh, I'm glad. I'm so <laughs> glad you enjoyed. I hope you at home enjoyed it too. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Bye.